So during this time of pandemic, panic, and mania, <laughs> we're going to talk, try and give you a little bit of hope, especially when it comes to exercise around this coronavirus thing. Uh, we're not going to go into the science of the coronavirus. Um, and we want to say that a huge amount of common sense is going to prevail with this one. Uh, if you are sick, stay home and don't go licking anyone's eyeballs. Uh, um, don't cough on anyone. Catch it, kill it, bin it, or catch it, kill it, bin it, or whatever it is. What the government say, wash your hands, um, which you should be doing anyway. By the way, uh, we shouldn't need a pandemic to make you wash your hands. Um, <laughs> and stay home if you're sick. Uh, but what we're going to talk about is the benefits of exercise for those that potentially aren't sick or are trying to avoid it. Um, how that can help boost your immune system and the sorts of uh, exercise that you can be doing um, at home. Uh, so what what can we be doing? Or what, why would exercising during this period, let's see if people are exercising at home, why is that going to be important? A lot of people have been told they've got to work from home for the, for the next month or two. Um, and gyms are probably going to start to shut down as we move from this delay phase that the government talked about into the, um, I don't know what the next phase is called, suffocation? I have no idea. Lockdown? Um, There's something along those lines. Yeah, where everything starts to close down and shut down. So what, how, why can exercise be important here? Uh, so exercise can actually strengthen your immune system. Um, so one of the worst things people can do when they're ill is actually just sit cooped up in bed or on the sofa uh, in a stuffy room watching telly over and over again. Uh, one of actually the better things you can do is get outside, get some fresh air, um, go for some uh, easier aerobic work where your blood flow is going to be increased. Uh, uh, you can start to circulate things around your body and also getting outside, getting some vitamin D, good for your immune system. Um, and that's obviously what is most important at this stage is keeping that immune system uh, firing at its max capacity. Definitely. I think the getting outside into nature um, is going to be massively important. Uh, like I said, if, if you're if you're in the serious phases of the, of the illness of this coronavirus thing, then like I said, defer to a doctor's advice. If they tell you to stay home, stay home. Um, however, if you're not in that and you're just you just want to try and avoid it and like I said, boost the immune system, Getting outside um, and experiencing some nature is going to massively help. Easy aerobic work, as you said, go for a walk. One of the things that I, I saw, one of my friends passed me um, an article this morning about the behavioural science behind why the government is approaching um, the, uh, the uh, what's the word, their response the way they are. And one of the things is uh, partly for the psychological health of people. Like um, social, iso social isolation can lead to more illness and making these problems worse. Um, and that that's pretty much inevitable. We're probably going to have to go into this social isolation phase, where um, we, where shops are going to shut down, gyms are going to shut down. So getting outside for a walk is going to do your um, psychology a massive favor and your psychology 
is intimately related to your immune system. People that have that are depressed tend to get sick more. Um, pretty pretty much well established in research. Um, so we know that exercise can help, and we're going to talk about uh, stress and the. Um, it's important to to make the distinction between exercising for eustress, which is good stress, eustress, for people who don't know, to exercising for distress. Stress can help us in an acute setting. It can boost growth hormone. It can boost uh, uh, steroid hormones. It can boost your immune function in the short term. And that is what we would call eustress. However, if you do that chronically, it turns into distress. We just um, talked. We just uh, recorded a podcast about how training can hinder your lifestyle. So if you've not listened to that one, um, it'll probably be coming out after this, actually. So yeah. wait, for it to come out. wait for it to come out <laughs> and then listen to it. But dose response. You talked about going out for easy aerobic work. What does that look like? What 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 can that look like? Uh, it can look like. 90 minutes of walking and that's quite look like that's quite a long time isn't it that would be quite a big dose for some people uh, yeah it's a yeah obviously depending on who you are what your kind of training history and age is so it could be anywhere from 20 minutes up to two hours really um you could go for a really easy cycle ride really easy jog if you're a good runner that could keep running very sustainable aerobically um anything really that involves you outside moving your body the main thing is that you're moving um that you're increasing your body's need for uh, oxygen um your body's need for increased blood flow um that would count as easy aerobic work yeah again it's, it's, the dose response idea is massive in this because we've said if we get to a point where your, the exercise you're doing in the aerobic setting is causing distress to the body, then you can lower your immune system and weaken your defences. So for some people, as Will said, it might be going out for a two-hour walk. For some people, it might literally be 30 seconds in the garden. Just walk around, do some breathing, um, and help reduce some of the stress that you're under. Stress is important, I think it's probably good to talk about that, is there's, during this period, there's going to be a massive increase in um, in stress. So it's important to relieve stress. Um, and one of the ways that I've heard about that happening is through like primary and secondary stress. So primary is very much um, your daily life without having to think about it. Um, and the secondary stress is the stuff that you have to think about. And because of we're doing things... A lot. We're having to do a lot more things more consciously. We're incre increasing that secondary stress. So instead of you going to the toilet and washing your hands without even thinking about it, you're now having to spend 20 to 30 seconds plus then getting some alcohol wipes and then getting some hand sanitizer. So it's two minutes of you concentrating on washing your hands now, and now you're starting to see germs everywhere. So you're starting to clean the house and you start to worry more this this stress level is going up and it's this really goes unseen by a lot of people uh, people don't really recognize that as stress but it is um, and that's going to add to whether it 
it's going to add to your weakening weakening of your immune system. This is really what we're talking about, here, isn't it? Um, yeah. You want to avoid things that weaken your immune system and partake in activities that are going to strengthen it. <laughs> That's the the best way to avoid disease and illness. Uh-huh. One of the other factors that stress is going to play, play a big part in an exercise is sleep. I often find yeah. that people sleep get better when we put them into a state of use stress. Um, and sleeping during this phase is, especially if you're in this isolation phase and you're staying at home for two, three weeks plus, the likelihood is that you're going to be on your phone more, you're going to be on the computer more, you're going to be watching TV more. So more exposure to artificial light is going to reduce your ability to get high quality sleep. Um, you're probably going to be eating higher processed long-lasting foods and now we start to have an impact on your nutrition so your nutrition and your sleep is being impacted by this isolation um, and all of this has a uh, and it, it has it's going to have an effect on your immune system and it can be offset with a little bit of exercise um, and trying to eat as well as possible and sleep as well as possible it's really just yeah. be a better human <laughs> Yeah, it's like you see the, all these people that are going to the supermarkets and they're stockpiling their food. Like they're buying tins of soup and tins of baked beans. No one's buying vegetables. No. Uh, they're more important. Yeah, they probably won't keep as long, but um, make your own soup and then put it in the freezer. Like, use these fresh vegetables that have these immune system uh, aiding vitamins and minerals in rather than these things that are already processed. Like, they'll help you in the long run. Yeah. But I think I think we need to also think about the majority of people that are stockpiling um, probably don't understand the importance of fresh fruit and vegetables quite as much. That's why, because they're in a different kind of state of panic. They, they don't understand it quite as well. and So they're doing what they think is right, but obviously not necessarily what is more beneficial yeah, it's very reactionary isn't it quick grab yeah. what you can you're like yeah yes but that it's a fight or flight response isn't it quick do what you can right now forget yeah. the rest i just need to get and when there's no real immediate threat like that stress response is unwanted and it's, it's like you said it's going to increase the stress that you're under if you're already say you're living in london most likely already chronically uh, sympathetically driven i.e. you're in this fight and flight response chronically so your immune system's already weakened the last thing you need to be doing is reacting um, to these acute stresses and stockpiling toilet roll <laughs> diarrhea is not a, a symptom of, of the, the coronavirus um, so yeah it's important to understand so things like other things just like breathing, getting out into nature, going for a walk. Again, it's like this stuff is quite safe to do because it's as long as you don't go to like a densely populated area for a walk, like to the train station or something, um, go into the local woods or the local park, you're getting fresh air, you're getting, um, uh, you're getting out into nature. We're seeing some shapes that aren't just blocks and straight lines, um, which is good for your brain. Um, your hormones are, are going to increase, your happy hormones are going to increase, you're going to feel better, 
and that in turn has a better effect on your immune system because as we said they are the, the immune system and your psychology are quite related uh, most of the hormones that actually regulate your immune system are made in your gut so um, it gives more importance to feeding it well so what sort of stuff other than walking and easy aerobic work again remembering the dose response can people do at home uh specifically training when it's I, i've had this question from a couple of um my clients is uh the mids fears that the gyms might close down or maybe they're just a little bit worried about going to the gym so thinking about working out from home uh, is what can they do um but they generally message saying oh, i've got this odd bit of kit i've got a kettlebell or i've got a couple of dumbbells i've got a skipping rope um obviously like, there, there's very few people that have the accessibility at home to continue with their perfect training program um unless you've got a state-of-the-art home gym like yeah you need to make some adaptations um so you think bodyweight exercises loads of like midline stuff you can do um isometric stuff uh ball sits bodyweight squats lunges split squats uh plank type exercises side planks um You've got things like kettlebells, you could do some goblet squats, shoulder presses. There's a lot, you, there's more exercises you can do at home than people think. Yeah. Um, it's just like you might only need one piece of kit, now you've got 20 new exercises you can do. And I think most people, like, yes, you're at home, you don't have any, but buy a kettlebell, 20 quid online. You can't go to the gym for two weeks. A 20 pound kettlebell is probably going to be worth it if you want to train. Um, but like, keeping it simple to those movement patterns, bend, squat, upper body push and pull, um, you, you'll be okay. It's only two weeks. I think um, dusting off, is, this is an opportunity to dust off that piece of kit that you bought for the, off the late night shopping channel, the tug toner or the, 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 the band. Shake or the, weight. Yeah, the shake weight or the treadmill or something that you bought that's been uh, covered in in the garage with a blanket dust it off and use it like this is a great opportunity to actually utilize some of the equipment that you bought years ago like you said the the, the spin lock dumbbell weights so i used to have a set of those i think my, i think my mum still got them at home um from argos that i got when i was like 11 um loads of people have got little resistance bands and therabands and things like that we can utilize some of this stuff and like you, a lot of people have got a living room. You've got a garden. You've got a park. You've got a. You've got all that you really need to have an awesome training session. Might like go and find a hill and do some walking lunges up it. Yeah. So like, do do go for your walk. Go walk for thirty minutes mm. to a park. Do some basic resistance training, some bodyweight resistance training, and walk thirty minutes back. Yeah. Imagination is going to be key, isn't it? Uh, especially if you like, you, if if you don't have a coach, again, this is a night. This is a chance to start thinking about okay, how much do I actually know about good exercise and nutrient and health and nutrition? Um, and if you don't know anything, I said maybe think about getting a coach. Um, this this is a good chance to reevaluate. I saw a uh, a post about the American healthcare system and how it's, this whole thing is going to expose it. 
and expose the weaknesses in it and the same with the NHS. And it's going to make us reevaluate one, how on a, a societal level, how we deal with this sort of thing, because it's going to become more and more common. Um, and two, from a very personal level, how you manage your health. Because uh, those that are going to get ill are the ones that aren't looking after it, that aren't prohabilitated. And they're just uh, prehabbing or rehabbing, if that makes sense. So prohabilitation is putting in the work years before you actually require that um, strength or that endurance or that immune system to fight off for this virus, for instance. So the best, the best response for this virus would have been having a plan ready five, ten years ago. Okay, if this happens, we've got all the medication stockpiled, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, this is, this is very, very tough to do, but there's a lot of stuff that you can do to offset the risk of con firstly contracting the virus. Um, again, un it is unlucky if you do, but it's probably inevitable for a large population of the country now. Um, I've got to get it. Um, and having an immune system that can function well is going to be absolutely beneficial. You're going to be wishing that you, you did something if you do catch it. Um, but, like I said, we, the psychology is also there to say that people will forget about it very quickly and we'll move on to the next thing. <laughs> and we yeah. won't think about it. So, but, like I said, it's a good chance to reevaluate. Oh, okay, actually, how am I looking after myself? Um, is this something I need to be thinking about? Um, yeah, dusting off that old kit and body weight exercises. If you don't know how to do any of that, get a coach that can write a program for you. I literally had that message this morning from a client saying they've, they've been told that they can't um, go into work. They've only got home, uh, only got their home to work with. Uh, they don't have any equipment. Can we put a program together that's going to help move them towards their goals still? Because this will hopefully pass. And it's going to help move them towards their goals and help boost their immune system and manage stress, manage the dose response. So you don't want to be going doing a smashing yourself with a hard CrossFit workout or a high intensity F45 workout because that can reduce your immune response. Um, we want to increase our immune response and have it a, a better one. So, yeah, like I said, we're going to keep it pretty short. Um, been going for what 20 minutes now so i think it's probably a good place to close there any closing thoughts will if you all listen to this obviously like we generally aim these things that people that we work with or people that we know of worked with in the past but if you've just gone online and searched about coronavirus and what you can do and if you're like worried about your susceptibility to illness and disease you, you kind of work out and evaluate why why you're so worried about your susceptibility to disease and it will come down to your lifestyle probably your nutrition um, and but you need to try and work out what you can do to change that to, to increase your ability to resist disease uh, and if you don't know how uh, then contact us at base training and we can help you guide you in your nutrition and lifestyle practices to better increase your livelihood at Decreasing your uh, increasing your resistance to disease. Yes. Powerful tools that we wield, powerful weapons. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, but as always, like we said at the start, common sense prevails. Um, we try not to give any advice around combating this disease if you get it. So if you do get it, um, it's highly unfortunate. 
contact your doctor, um, follow national guidelines on it, um, and do what you can to minimise the spread. Um, yeah, there's a there's a lot of people, a lot of vulnerable people out there. It's not just you, so you're not just going to have to think about yourself. Um, so yeah, common sense prevails. Follow national guidelines um, and use this time to reevaluate. Is your program supporting your lifestyle and supporting your um, ability to minimise the risk as well? So accurately summed up. But until next week, we're going to say peace out, stay safe, self-isolate, and uh, and let's weather this storm. Peace. Prepare for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Gather the weapons. <laughs>